Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. Andy's back. Andy's back. And this is Streaming Things. Binge Nerd. Just kidding. No, Just what? kidding. No. <laughs> That's for the a throwback. Pretty soon we can say a Stranger Things podcast again. For the yeah. real fans. So soon, guys. May. We are the only podcast, I'm pretty sure, that brings you the best, the brightest, the strangest, the sexiest film and TV shows available to stream right from your home in an ocean of streaming networks vying for your attention. We are your lighthouse, your beacons of broadcast, your curators of content. You've been watching yourself in a mirror all week practicing that, haven't you? I think I can only do it when Andy's here. Oh, were you struggling previously? I'm like, I'm begging you to listen to the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I mean, I I heard it. Every episode that you haven't been on the last two times, Chris has fucked up the intro. (laughs) Royally. Actually, I know what it was. I just didn't want to say. The time that Andy did it, he accidentally said streaming content. Content. And... I heard you lean into networks just now. I felt because like, that's that what I dig? kept doing. So oh, ever okay. since then, I have said streaming content. Fuck! And then, <laughs> unlike you, I don't roll through it like a professional. I just scream, <laughs> "Fuck!" <laughs> and, yeah. The notion of streaming, fuck. <laughs> anyway, that's more on brand. Anyway, no, for, for sure. That's what I'm. Con- that's what I love about the show. Is anytime. It just grinds to a halt and falls apart completely. I know that that's what our true fans expect. And so it's really not an emergency like it would be on a different show. Mm -hmm. With streaming things, it's par for the course, baby. We're so laid back. I mean, we got... Ellie and Pippin, wiener dogs, scuffing and barkling, humping in the background. And just got the price. They're (laughs) bapping and scatting back there. I'm picturing the price is right. Someone calling out, uh, Elizabeth. Mary, come on, fuck! <laughs> That's the show I want to watch. <laughs> so Andy's back in town. We got good things happening. Steve, won't you tell him a little bit about the uh, the show that we got coming ahead before we break into some some other business and whatnots? Well, of course, we're going to do our normal crossing streams and all that business. But uh, guys, as I'm sure everyone listening knows, today, Monday, the day that this episode comes out is a pretty special day. Mm. And I don't I know listeners you probably already are well aware of it. You've probably already circled it on your calendar. You've thrown the conf- the festive confetti in your bushes. You're ready for President's Day. The biggest holiday globally. Hands down, bar none. Soup to nuts. The only day where it's appropriate to celebrate sociopaths. Uh, <laughs> but no, last year, if you remember, if you were listening to us last year, uh, we were that was when we were like pre-recording in advance because your wedding was coming up. So yeah. we did this uh, President's Day episode just because we were like, oh, an episode falls on President's Day. What do we do for that? And I'm like, I'll make a President's Day quiz where it's about you know, presidents in movies. And I would quiz your guys movie knowledge about presidents in them. And it was a lot of fun to make. And I think a lot of people enjoy listening to it. So this year, as the kids say, it's about to get real. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, I feel like last year went so well. Andy and I, just battled we knew so many of the answers that <laughs> i can do so little i can understand oh. why you would want to do this again that's why there are two things i can promise you with this year's uh game it's not going to be a quiz it's a game it's jeopardy theme this year guys so there's two things i could promise you a it's going to be a lot of fun b you're probably going to do worse than last year <laughs> <laughs> good good 
I, the one thing that uh, playing it last year taught me is that Tim Burton definitely directed Mars Attacks, and I yeah. will never forget it. You're welcome. See, people are, see this podcast is, brings people knowledge mm. like that. You so, guys found out about Dave last year, too, which is a great movie. Do you guys ever watch it? No. no. Okay. No. Well, I've done zero research. If anything, I have watched less presidents than prior to the first episode. It's probably right. There has been a dearth of presidency in media in the last like year or so. I wonder why. Uh, this past year saw the miniseries Impeachment, an American horror story, American tale. <laughs> it's about Bill Clinton's impeachment. <laughs> I want to watch that I, I, version. I actually did not watch that, but I know what you're talking about. So anyway, that's, that's up ahead. With sharp teeth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's up ahead. That's the horror part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, quickly a little business as always, you guys know this, but just to reiterate, if you'd like to email the show, we would like to read that email. You can do so by typing and tipping and tapping away at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. That is streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Our emails have been a little low lately. Maybe you've been typing them into the, uh, wrong section, maybe the subject line and the emails aren't sending. Perhaps you use an, an older email, uh, browser. And so that doesn't alert you when the email doesn't go through. Maybe we haven't been checking our spam folder. That could be so. <laughs> Enzo, we're sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can do so by doing that. You can also follow us as a group on Twitter at StreamThingPod. That is StreamThingPod. You can also follow me personally at C. Michael Writes. I believe that's still my username. At C. Michael Writes. Writes as in what Shakespeare does. Andrew, do you have a Twitter, I believe? At Andy Most Days. Mm, what a good name. And Steve. At Steve May 13. Indeed. Indeed. So that's all of our socials there. Uh, we also highly encourage you, due to the financial pressure that we're under. If to, you're able. To consider. I mean, you really just make it work. That's where I'm coming from. <laughs> <laughs> to go to patreon.com slash streaming things. That is patreon.com slash streaming things. You can become a subscriber, a patron, one of the early adopters, uh, a member of the grassroots movement. That is streaming things. And there's multiple tiers uh, to subscribe to there with different rewards. We would very much appreciate that if you can swing it. If not, we understand you can always just rate or review the podcast wherever you're listening to it. That helps support us as well. Tell your friends about it. Share it on your own MySpace page. Put us in your top eight. That would help us greatly. It is the podcast equivalent of driving past a homeless person and giving him a thumbs up. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> at least you made his day better. <laughs> Indeed. That's what we want at the very least here. And thank you to our current patrons. Steve, take it away. You got to set me up. Okay. We've got uh, we got a little game here for our patrons. A little bit game within a game. Okay. So we're going to say thank you to our patrons. First off, Kyle. Kyle was known as the chief grave robber of his state. Mm, he was indeed. E. Lopez. I am pleased to announce E. Lopez has signed legislation that outlaws Russia forever. The bombing begins in five minutes. Thank you to Sarah. Sarah is an example of somebody who's done an amazing job and is being recognized more and more, I noticed. Thank you to Jimmy. Jimmy's choice early in life was to either be a piano player in a whorehouse or a politician. And to tell you the truth, there's hardly a difference. <laughs> Thank you to Katie. They misunderestimated Katie. Thank you to Daniel. Daniel was so overexposed, he's making Paris Hilton look like a recluse. Thank you, Cake. Thank you, Cake. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Enza. Enza's a good woman. She's got a good heart. Well, she's a good woman. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Carrie was under medication when she made the decision to burn the tapes. Thank you, Carmelita. Carmelita loves California. She practically grew up in Phoenix. 
Thank you, Phil. For years, I've worked alongside Phil. We've made triumphs, made some mistakes. We've had some sex. I mean, setbacks. <laughs> so do, do you want to guess what the theme was of those? It is the, the fact that I don't recognize the, those quotes indicative of how good I'm going to do in today's game? Maybe. Okay. Were any of those from the movie Dick? No. <laughs> All of those were real life quotes from real life presidents and or vice presidents. Oh, oh wow. So the I'm going to I I'm going to bomb Russian 5 minutes that was something that Reagan said off like he thought he was off mic but they were recording him and oh, he Jesus. didn't realize that he was making a joke. Um what was the other That thing? was a PR nightmare. What, were there any of those that stuck out that you were interested? Like, what's that from? What's the whorehouse one? Sex. The whorehouse is something that Harry S. Truman once said in an interview. <laughs> yeah. What's the sex one? Setbacks. Oh, that was uh, George H.W. Bush on the campaign yes. trail. And he just misspoke. He meant to say setbacks and clearly said sex. <laughs> and it was like, ah, setbacks. <laughs> <laughs> but also sex. Ah. <laughs> All right. President's Day theme well, thank yous I, to our patrons. The, the thank you cake one was actually spoken by uh, George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was an original quote yeah. from the old cherry tree chopper himself. He cannot tell a lie. He loves that cake. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, we've got a, an action-packed show. Andy's back. Andy, where have you been? Do you want to say anything to the fans at home? I've missed you guys. Or do you just want so to ignore much. it like we did our parents' marriages and just pretend mm. nothing was wrong and you were here the whole time? You know, my mom <laughs> passed recently, and so I had this crazy insight into what their lives were like before I was ever even considered as a possibility in their lives. So anyway, I'm not going to ignore that. I'm going to speak to the... <laughs> I miss mom so much and I've missed you, dear <laughs> listeners. No, I've just been super duper busy. I uh, was prepping a Super Bowl party and I had a big, huge job interview today uh, for a massive, massive promotion at work. And so um, it's to be a system administrator for this application. And uh, I found this course online. And so I've been studying the hell out of that. So I, I know that none of us have had much of an opportunity to stream things lately. I'm also in that boat a little bit. I've streamed a little bit more than you guys because I've had a couple of weeks that I've been off but still in those couple of weeks i have not had a whole lot of time outside of uh prep, you've, you've been come, becoming a hacker the grind right i have i've been learning a lot i've been learning html i've been learning javascript i've been learning the in, ins and outs of ServiceNow, which is kind of like an it management platform you're, uh, you're now our guy in the chair yeah like i'm gonna get a camera and just do 360 circles around you and then you'll look at me and go i'm in <laughs> clickety clacking yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, keyboard warrior. You gotta have the clickety clack. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I want to warn our listeners, so I I might uh, be as well, maybe as useless as usual. Who knows what my uh, my presence is here? But so I've been doing this course, uh, much like Andy, but also not at all. And it's a it's a voluntary spiritual creativity course that's designed to unblock blocked artists. And it's a twelve week course. All you do is buy the book and you read through it and you do the exercises. So in week four, the assignment, among many other things, was uh, media deprivation. So I'm not allowed to, and I'm uh, six days into this now. So So since the last- You got one more day? Yeah. Since the last time we recorded, I have not been allowed to read news. uh, So that I took that to mean, because the book was written in 1992, no Twitter, no TikTok, anything like that. I'm not allowed to watch TV. I'm not allowed to watch movies, obviously. I'm not allowed to read novels or fiction or memoirs. Uh, the only things I'm allowed to do are listen to music, work, clean the house, or create my own art. Uh, so I understand the point of it. But mm-hmm. I've already 
seen how much longer my days are, how much time there actually is to write my scripts and write my novels and things like that. It's been wonderful in that regard, but it's been fucking miserable because I have been uninterruptedly me for six days now. Uh, with zero story, zero fiction, uh, that I, I'm normally immersed in that. Like I typically watch at least one movie a day in addition to a couple hours of television, throw in some video games, a plethora of laughing at strangers on the internet with Twitter and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so it's been like just very miserable. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I've been going to bed early because I'm like, what the fuck else is there to do? Uh, I did write a short film screenplay. Um, I've Are you going to be okay staying up this late? <laughs> right. Recording? Are you going to fall asleep in the middle of the show? Well, I stayed up really late last night because we had a game night uh, with some friends. Oh, and, nice. And so, because that's allowed because it's a dinner with friends was allowed. So mm. she didn't say I couldn't have a board game. Tabletop game. On the table. You just couldn't read the rule book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's been, uh, so I've watched zero things. Luckily, I watched one movie after Steve and I recorded last week. And that was the day before this was assigned to me. And I had no idea. Like I'm reading the chapter for this week and she's like, um, this is the week that I dread the most coming up to the podium in the actual in-person courses because everyone hates me. I am the enemy. You have to do what I'm about to assign to you. This is not optional. I beg of you to put your whole heart and soul into this, even though it's going to be a huge ask. And I'm like, oh no, what is this? And then she said the, the media deprivation thing. And I was like, at first it didn't even dawn on me what she was asking. I was like, no big deal. I'll work on some stuff. And, but then by the end of the first day, well, so that was fine because that, that the first day was, was the actual Super Bowl party that I was supposed to be doing this. And I was like, I can't not go to the Super Bowl party because of right. this spiritual course. That's ridiculous. Right. So I watched the Super Bowl with Andy with a bunch of friends and then went home and went to bed. It wasn't a big deal. And then two hours after I woke up on Monday, <laughs> I was like, because ah! <laughs> my job is of a nature where I can kind of do whatever I want. And so I normally watch a movie in the middle of the day and stuff like that. Right. And so, you know, by 10, 11 AM, I was like, it dawned on me what it truly meant. Like, okay, I flake out of work around four or five o'clock. What the fuck am I going to do the rest of the day? <laughs> and, and it's been like that every day since the real question is though, this artistic X lax, are you unblocked now? Well, it's only week four. Um, so the answer to that is no, but I'm, I'm holding out hope. I do have experience. It's 12 weeks, right? That's where you're able to squeeze out little nuggets of creativity. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've written, uh, I've, I've probably written 200 pages in the morning pages journal. I mean, that's more than a novel, even though it's, it's journaling stream of consciousness. So that's much easier than writing fiction, but it's has shown me that with a mere half an hour to an hour of writing each morning, I could be done with uh, or a first draft of a novel in a month, you know, and I've always thought of it as this gargantuan task in my mind my whole life or, but it's not, it's just a half an hour a day for a month. And you've got your first draft of your screenplay, you know, just make yourself do it. And that's what this course is designed to do is just get you in the habit of doing it. Grease those juices, right? Is that the way you say that? Juices. Grease those juices. <laughs> yep. That's how the saying goes. Soup to nuts. Well, I'm proud of you, buddy. You're almost done with it now too, right? Uh, the deprivation part? Yeah. Yeah, that's tomorrow that it ends. I might relapse because I was really upset. Um, there's a new episode of Pam and Tommy that shows potentially immoral, but so far very entertaining. And mm -hmm. I want to see if they're able to bring it home. And I, I also know that the finale of Peacemaker dropped yesterday and mm -hmm. I was extremely upset that I couldn't watch that. It was very difficult. I was like, no <laughs> one's going to know. <laughs> 
right? No one's going to No, the know. artist of that program is going to show up at your door like, uh, is Christopher <laughs> Rudd here? <laughs> no. Fun fact, she used to be married to Martin Scorsese. Really? Yeah. Her what are her thoughts on superhero Cameron. films? She, the book's called The Artist's Way. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I should have told people if they're interested in trying it. It is called The Artist's Way uh, by Julia Cameron. Uh, she's written many screenplays, many novels and memoirs. Um, very successful artist in her own right. And she loves helping people become artists themselves. Her theory, the book's theory, the thesis, is that we are all inherently creative. That creativity uh, comes from the great creator of the universe and that uh, we need to give ourselves the permission to be that way. And that is our natural state. So somebody is either an artist or a blocked artist. There are no other types of people. This is her theory. I like that notion. Yeah. I um, like that. So I recommend it to anyone with the bravery to go through the 12 weeks of the course. So you have what it takes. She's also in recovery as am I. And I know that her whole stance on the creative process and the unblocking process is based on the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, which is how I got sober and became an entirely different person. And so I know I have faith that her book will work. So any hoozle, that's what I've been doing. That's why I haven't watched but one movie. Steve, how was your week since we last talked? Shitty. Uh, <laughs> but I don't really want to get too, too Share into on it because it. it's a lot of like crying my bills and uh, my stalker and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> my stalker no, it's just, it's, <laughs> everybody's yeah. you know normal problems yeah. it's just been a lot of like phone calls with the energy company the landlord the vet the police for completely different issues <laughs> and tomorrow i gotta call the auto repair center so it's just february's been a real kick in the dick well steve my week has been better just by having had you as a friend so Certainly. thank you oh guys I truly believe good things happen to good people. It just sometimes takes a long timeline. So everything's going to be okay. It's February. Uh, I don't know why it's not pronounced February. It bothers me. Or maybe it is, and we just breeze through it. That's how I say it when I need to spell it. February. <laughs> I'm like, how do you spell February? February. <laughs> yeah, Got it. Sure. Nailed it. Nailed it. It's February in Connecticut. This is quite literally <laughs> the winter of our discontent at this moment. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. But nope. that takes us to our first segment. Crossing streams. Crossing streams is a segment where each week we delve into the movies and TVs that we've been streaming. The movies and TVs. <laughs> Since last we met, you might hear that sexy guitar riff in the background. That's something that I wrote, me, Chris, and played by myself with no one else's help. And you should enjoy like, it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I have nothing to say. No rebuttal. I wrote that music, guys, and I'm I'm still proud of it. I love that part. That's my favorite part. And it's, it's weird how I can throw my voice it. to sound like Andy. <laughs> Andy, start us off as usual. What have you been streaming this week? So first, I want to shout out a podcast that I've been listening to. Do you guys ever listen to This American Life? I have in the past. It's been a while since I've listened to it, though. Well, it's good stuff. In yeah. VR in general, uh, generally, there's some pretty great content out there. Um, so This American Life recently uh, uh, posted the first episode of a sister podcast that was just released called The Trojan Horse Affair. Um, the Trojan Horse Affair is uh, this investigative journalism podcast about um, a uh, big um, Muslim scare that occurred in English schools about 10 years ago. 
Uh, there was what was called the Trojan horse letter that uh, came up in the news. Uh, it, it was so big that it made like news in the U S and stuff. It was international news. And it was essentially um, a, uh, a copy of a part of a letter that scared the hell out of English people thinking that um, Muslims were uh, invading their schools and they called the Trojan horse because essentially they were invading schools and trying to radical radicalize students through education um, none of it was true. It was all a massive hoax. And this is, it's like this big, long investigation that these two journalists went through. Uh, it's like eight episodes. It's a limited podcast. So it's just like that. It's kind of like serial or S town. If you've ever listened to those really, really, really good stuff. Um, so I just wanted to give that a shout out. Um, when in between studying for, uh, the interview that I had, I, uh, when I was just taking a break, I'd lay on the couch and listen to that. Um, also, kind of tangentially related to that, not really. Another podcast that I used to listen to a ton is called Archive 81. It's a uh, fiction podcast. Oh, you used to listen to the original podcast? Yeah, totally. Wow. Um, and so I was scrolling Netflix last night, and I saw Archive 81 that just released on Netflix. Yeah, and a mega like, viral show. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Uh, so I have talked before about Limetown. I think I got Chris to listen to it once a long time ago. That was made into a uh, TV show starring Jessica Biel for Facebook Watch, which I'm not even <laughs> sure is a thing anymore. And it was really bad. However, I'm pleased to say that this adaptation of a horror fiction podcast that I like was really, really good. And it was spoopy and it was fun. Spoopy. It was well cast. Did you and, finish it? Uh, just the first episode. Oh, okay. Um, but I enjoyed that first episode very, very much. I heard it's literally phenomenal. That's not literal. That's not how you use the word. I heard it's very, it very good. Literally a phenom. <laughs> it's literally a phenom. <laughs> we don't know what it is. Um, but that it ends in such an unsatisfactory way that it just makes it not worth the journey, which is sad. So that's why I haven't started it. But it is sad. Well, the um, podcast has been ongoing, so um, right. uh, I, I, I expect it was probably some kind of cliffhanger. I don't know. I've only watched the first episode, but what I watched so far, very, very good. The basic premise is that this gentleman is hired. Uh, he, he works in a uh, media museum, and he essentially restores old footage, old tapes, old film reels, old video cassettes, things like that. And he gets hired by some mystery company to uh, restore footage uh from a camcorder about this building that mysteriously burned down and all the residents are missing. They either died and were completely obliter obliterated in the fire or they escaped. They don't know, but these people are gone. Um, and so he starts to restore these tapes and is watching them. And it's really interesting because we see like him watching the tapes in real time. And then we cut to, um, the perspective of the uh, journalist, the young girl who's working on a dissertation, interviewing the people in this building. Uh, we cut to like her holding the camera, but like it's filmed outside of that. And so we like see from not just like her, her perspective holding the camera, but get to see her interacting in her environment and stuff. It's really cool the way it jumps back and forth between the different timelines. Um, so far, really good stuff. Speaking of things finishing uh, satisfactorily, though, I did finish uh, Peacemaker. And holy Hell yeah, you shit. Did. Holy Shut shit. Shut up. I'm uh, very sad. Not going to go. Uh, I'm so I can't believe that I wasn't going to watch that show. I'm God, glad we begged you. So glad that you guys made me because it was it was fantastic. Um, and that's one of the things there. I that's one of the things I streamed as well this week. And it, it yeah, it's it's really, really good. Mm -hmm. Such a great show. I'm very happy to hear that they're, they've already announced season two. And it's all going to be written and directed by James Gunn, which is neat. He wrote all of this season, but only directed, I think, around half the episodes. Mm -hmm. um, so that's very cool. Had a lot of fun. 
Uh, personally, I also recently discovered that the actor that plays Vigilante plays Cormac McCarthy or Cormac McLaggen in uh, Harry Potter. And that was fun to learn. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, other than that, I've been keeping also up with the actress who plays Harcourt is James Gunn's wife or something. You she said? is. Yes. Uh, Jennifer Holland, I think her name is. Um, very talented, uh, expertly cast for that role. Yeah, absolutely. Ne- never mind Everybody the fact is. that she's married to the mm-hmm. creator of the show. I think uh, this might be the best thing James Gunn's ever done, and I'm a huge fan of all of his work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hot. it's extremely well done, and the ending was fantastic. And I'm looking forward. To I might, two. I might just break the rules tonight, ladies. <laughs> hey, man, you got one more day. You got one more day. To you do, you girl. I have all day tomorrow, and I have nothing to do. I have no work. Like I'm not going to make it through tomorrow, dude. Peyton. Mm-hmm. Paint? Do some paint. I don't fucking paint. What do I look like, Da Vinci? Hey, tomorrow you paint. What do I look like <laughs> tomorrow? Do I look like Magellan? Do I <laughs> Magellan? Magellan? <laughs> was Magellan? I thought he was an expert. Yeah, he was. A, he used gel pens. Oh, oh I get to it. Paint. Did you guys ever in your learn high, your history in your high school? Did you guys have like one of those quarter machines? Like, oh, I need a pen, so like you put a quarter in a machine and twist the knob. No. And a gel yeah, pen we did. The, remember the gr- big gray thing, and you could get little notebooks from them, and it was really exciting. What cover would be on your notebook? And there were pens and pencils, yeah. and it was big gray machine. It was in the down like there's like hall- a memory forming, like the but first it's, grade hallway. It's very hazy. If I showed you a picture of the machine, you would know what I was talking about, and it, it was the tits. Is this one of those like things where because grade. I was too poor to enjoy it? Yeah, <laughs> that I don't no, remember it. I mean, it was like fifty. Because I remember those like yeah. book fairs we would go to, and everybody was buying like Goosebumps and Hatchet, and I didn't have any money, so I was just looking around like at the highlights magazines and stuff. Like, yeah, cool. Well, it must be cool to read. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's a quote from early chris oh shit must be uh, cool to read <laughs> anyway uh other than that i i also watched uh pretty recently uh a new uh a seemingly pretty uh viral documentary that was just released on uh netflix called the tinder swindler Ah, yes. Um, Very, very interesting. It's essentially about a guy that uh, sort of created a Ponzi scheme through Tinder, uh, where he was borrowing money from one girl that he was dating in order to take out another girl and then would eventually borrow money from her to pay back the first girl, pick up another girl, borrow money from her. He swindled these girls out of like millions of dollars. And he's like flying all around Europe. How many women did he go out with? I don't know. There are three that they interview in the... uh, in the documentary itself, but they allude to uh, the journalists that were eventually involved. Uh, I, I think that they were from like Sweden or something. Um, they uh, allude to many other people that called in and uh, to their tip line saying, oh, he got me for 10 grand. He got me for 50. But these three girls that are God like damn. the leads in it, they each got hit for over $100,000. And he's just like flying around to these taking private jets, these five-star hotels, renting Lamborghinis and stuff. And like, he, he, and he's telling them all that he's like the uh, son of the CEO of some diamond company. And like, and it's incredible. And obviously I'm not going to victim blame. These girls actually genuinely love this guy. And so when he says, Oh my God, my bodyguard got hurt and uh, they have blocked my credit cards. I need to borrow some money so I can get away from here. I understand why they did it. But eventually it became, my enemies are about to get me. I need $50,000. I need you to open an Amex card in your name and give me the number so I can buy tickets to whatever. And it, it was, that's it was a, incredible. That's a third date thing at least. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, 
it's, it reminds me a little bit of, uh, there's another show that just dropped on uh, Netflix called Inventing Anna. And I have not watched that, but I am familiar with the uh, story that it's based on. It's basically, basically this socialite in New York City that uh, told everybody that she was an heiress from, I don't know, some European country. And uh, essentially like just wiggled her way into high society in New York and then was getting like loans and stuff for this bit art, art gallery that she was going to open and stuff. And she was totally full of shit the entire time and eventually uh, go, went to jail for fraud. And now she's uh, going to make it big anyway, which is incredible. And this guy too, like just got an agent is going to try to make it in Hollywood and stuff. Uh, it's wild, wild shit. Uh, but the documentary was super interesting for sure. It was just one where the dude never really got his comeuppance and he's going to go make oh. a viral anyway. And so that's kind kind of sucks. That's a bummer. Like he, he did end up getting arrested for some thing he did in Israel and uh, he had like 15 months sentence served five months and already he's back on like Instagram renting Lamborghinis and shit again, dating some Israeli model. Like it's wild. Sometimes you just Dude. have to have the balls, man. Uh, but that's uh, pretty much everything that I've been streaming. He's got an engine running on pure audacity, <laughs> just like all men. The music editing software? Yes. <laughs> I just uninstalled that from my other laptop. It's funny you say that. Steve, what have you been streaming? Uh, not much. Other than Peace Makur. Uh, so yes, Peacemaker, uh, like I said, I haven't been able to stream a lot because most of my free time has been spent either on the phone with a smorgasbord of people trying to get my life you know, back to stable. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, and another thing I managed to do in my free time, other than prepare for this specific show, cause a lot of effort went into this specific show. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, uh, I, I'm yelling a friend of mine. <laughs> I think he listens to the show, Sam. Uh, he wants to partake in a, a joint venture. He and I partake in a joint. So this, this week was partake in a joint. I wish, uh, <laughs> this week was our second week of recording. What will be a Pokemon themed video. Uh, it probably won't see the light of day and for like a couple months, it'll be a while before this comes out. So when it comes out on YouTube, I'll let you guys know, but it's, it's Pokemon related. So if you guys are into that type of thing, you'll get to hear me kind of make a lot of jokes about the game. Like, why are they sending this 12 year old boy across the country <laughs> to fight wild animals to write an encyclopedia? Yeah. And, and just the, the world of Pokemon would be an absolute nightmare to live in. <laughs> Have you been playing the new game? It looks really fun. No, so we're doing a, um, do you know what a Nuzlocke is? No. So we're doing a Nuzlocke for Pokemon Crystal, um, which is an older game from like the I mid, know what that mid is, 2000s. But I don't know what Nuzlocke is. So a Nuzlocke is. is a style of play where you play the game, but you have self-imposed rules. And those are, um, you have to name every single Pokemon you catch, right? You're only allowed to catch the first Pokemon in a, in the when you go to a new section for the first time, whatever that first Pokemon is, you have to catch it. You have to catch it that time, or like you. Okay, I ran into a Pidgey, so a Pidgey is the only thing I can catch, and that's it. Like that. Well, like so, if you go into Route Four, the first Pokemon you see is a Pidgey. You have to try to catch it. If you don't catch it, whatever. But if you catch it, you can't catch anything else from that route. Oh shit! You have to name it, and then when you battle things, if your Pokemon dies or faints in battle, you have to set it free or put it in a cemetery and you're oh, not allowed shit. to use this it ever like again. Pokemon meets XCOM. That's intense. Yeah. And they make you name the Pokemon so that you form an attachment to it. So when it dies, it's a big, big deal. So we've been playing, uh, we've done two sessions of this 
Uh, I think it so far we're like five episodes recorded um, and we've already lost one. And <laughs> when that one died, it was a big like, no, what was its name? Cinnamon. Oh, <laughs> Cinnamon died. We barely knew you. We, we, literally, she we I think we caught her maybe 15 minutes before she died. <laughs> uh, she, she, she wasn't on the team long. Yeah. So there wasn't that much of an attachment. Yes. Uh, but when when our starter passes away, it'll be sad. But I'll uh, I won't say anything else. So if that when that does come out, I can direct you to it. and You can watch it if you're interested. But the movie other than uh, Peacemaker, I watched a random ass movie on HBO Max. Don't ask me why. I was just kind of like, what movies are on HBO Max? I'm kind of going through it and going through it. And I stumbled across the movie. Don't ask me why I thought this one. <laughs> but the movie that I watched was a, was a comedy from 1994 called Airheads. Oh, interesting. That's a lovely okay. movie. Have you guys seen Airheads? Oh, yeah. Many, many times. Okay. I will be honest with you. I had never heard of this. Like really? Pip farting on a snare drum. I ain't farting so, on no snare drum. So I saw Brendan Fraser on the poster. I saw Steve Buscemi on the poster. Yeah. I saw Adam Sandler. I'm like, what is this about? So I play the little trailer and it's about a couple of rockers from the early 90s that are desperate for their demo to be heard. So they. It's also got Judd Nelson. Yeah, Judd Nelson's He's in it. So yeah. fucking harsh. Chris Farley's in it in a very minor role. They, uh, they so they try to take over this. Um, they, they, end, they end up accidentally holding this radio station hostage, and it becomes a big like the police get involved, and they're just holding people hostage with water guns, but they don't know that. And they end Steve, up. Everyone else has seen Airheads. I haven't, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but yeah, it's like a cult classic. I don't know how I've never. It heard was of on this. TBS constantly, like Christmas Story constantly. Is this my Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dave's even on this level, bro. Don't attack me. I've I, I never heard of this movie, and this is the first movie in a, in like I've ever had this reaction watching a movie where my my thought was, man, I could have used more Adam Sandler. Right, <laughs> doesn't happen often. His character's like uh, it's really fun. He's like this shy but dumb and lovable. I ain't farting on no snare drum. He's not doing. <laughs> I say that all the time, <laughs> out of context. <laughs> but no, it was it was a lot of fun. It was it it was definitely of its of its time. Uh, but it was it was definitely neat, kind of seeing you know the world that was 1994 uh, before some of these guys became huge huge stars. Like I don't think it would like when did. Big Lebowski come out like it was, it was uh, 99, I think. Yeah. So that was like, that was when I yeah, first type, became I think really Titanic overshadowed. No, that would have been 97. Anyway. That, yeah. Uh, Big Lebowski was the first time I really ever became, you know, 98, sorry, cognizant of Steve Buscemi. Right. And I love him. So when I saw him, like he was in a movie in 94, <laughs> I thought he was still in the fire department. I always, whenever I turn the music up in my car and there's other people in there, I often want to go, if it's too loud, you're too old. And that's, that's from Airheads. I do it all the time. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been streaming. Peacemaker and Airheads. Well, fucking solid streaming there, Stephen. Chris, how about yourself? I friend? watched one movie and I, well, I don't regret it. That's, that would be dishonest, but it was not a pleasant movie. So Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. I fucking <laughs> wish. Uh, we should, before I say my crossing streams, I, I'm, I'm at risk of forgetting. So we should announce that our, our Patreon poll has uh, ended. Is that correct? It has ended, yes. Yeah, so the winner from... With four votes. Did I eke it out? Is A Knight's Tale. Shit. Not even close. La La Land with one vote and Before Sunrise with zero votes. Mm. 
which is a, it's a damn shame because Linklater's epic before trilogy is probably the quintessential romantic uh, movie trilogy of all time, right? And I've been working so hard on learning City of Stars just in case La La Land won. And we can still play it. We can still play it. You're never going to hear it. <laughs> no, you're never going to hear but it. But I'm so excited to watch A Knight's Tale with Steve because Steve's never seen A Knight's Tale. I haven't. I'm excited to see Bow, it Bow, you shits. So that's going to be a wonderful <laughs> viewing experience. So if you want to be a Patreon subscriber, you want to hear the Knight's Tale episode. And we'll be probably recording that next week. I would I assume, assume so. And then, so. and then also on the regular show next week, we will announce the, the next three. The uh, next poll, baby. Oh, yeah. The next three contenders. I've been really sad about my media deprivation, too, because this week uh, Uncharted just came out today. Yes, it did. Um, Actually, before just came I out. was 100% planning on going and seeing Uncharted tonight so that I would have something relevant to talk about during Cross. Because normally we record on Saturdays yeah. and today's Friday. Tomorrow's my anniversary. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow's anniversary, yeah. <laughs> Which you realize after Which we Which is not why we scheduled yeah. this. I just got really lucky. <laughs> But yeah, Uncharted is something that like I'm probably gonna. Plus, hate we that never movie, got to see Moonfall. Oh, Truth. where's that? Still, <sighs> still gonna go see. You it. Never got he, to see Jackass he, Forever. You're not gonna be off that hook, Chris. We're gonna, we're, <laughs> we're gonna see Moonfall. Oh, for sure. I'm just hoping it's VOD <laughs> and Andy buys it. Shit out of the Uncharted games and have played all of them and some of them multiple times. And I have no interest in this movie whatsoever. I, same. Uh, Uncharted is one of my favorite game franchises. I've literally play i think i've beaten the first one 10 times wow okay literally, you got literally 10 times and the other ones are not as much but i've but definitely like six Multiple. to seven times oh wow each yeah well tom holland's a, a lovely to watch yeah i love tom holland so maybe it'll be some fun and uh as somebody who's never really played the games maybe i'll enjoy it a little bit more i was i was uh one of my uh, my 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 favorite movie critic is a YouTube movie critic. His name is Chris Stuckman. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with his stuff, Mm-mm. but he reviewed reviewed Uncharted, and he said the one thing I hoped this movie that movie wouldn't have, and that was like, he said, uh, "How do you put it?" He's like, "My one complaint is I think Mark Wahlberg is a little too guys take an interest in science in this movie." <laughs> <laughs> That's actually an advertisement to me. We don't know what that says what? about me. No, what? No. <laughs> He takes that dramatic swig of beer like from Transformers. <laughs> God, I, Marky Mark. And the Funky Bunch. Yep. So the one movie that I did watch was at one time considered a heavy Oscar contender. It's called Red Rocket. Um, Red Rocket. Starring Simon Rex. And this is a movie. It's a. It's from, from filmmaker Sean Baker, who did uh, Tangerine. He did The Florida Project. So he's... Aww. He's got a penchant for, have you seen those films? A Florida project. Yeah. So his penchant is to hire real people uh, instead of actors for the most part. And so his films have this really uh, realistic, uh, fucking lazy way to describe it after I said really, but uh, in visceral, it's not <laughs> uncomfortably quite it. human. Yes. There you go. It's an uncomfortably human perspective on every story that he tells. And this particular story, and he's always, they're always based around uh, unsavory things and, and uh, you know, sex work and things that we need to have a conversation about, um, but is uncomfortable to watch the way that he depicts it, which is by design. And they're, they're wonderful films. And Red Rocket is an awesome, very effective movie, but it's about very icky, icky things. Uh, the main character, the protagonist with whom you spend the most time is like a 48 year old um down, you know, down the other side of the hill porn star 
who returns home to Texas, a small town in like Galveston, like a down the other side of the hill. I like that. <laughs> yeah. He's on the downhill portion of his life. So he comes home from California. The film starts. He's on a bus. He's got his ass kicked, black eye, bloody nose, all that stuff. Never explains why. You just get the general idea. Things did not end well in the hurried state that they did. So he shows up back in Texas to his wife's house, who he's still married to, but hasn't seen in 20 years. Um, who also used to be a porn star and she's like in her shitty little house in Galveston, Texas. And, uh, he has no, he has $22 and nothing in his pockets and just the clothes on his back and he's filthy and beat up. And he's just this fast talking, super narcissistic, manipulative person who never gives up. And so they're like, it's her and her mother. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. I'd get away. I don't like you. I don't want to see you get off my lawn. And over 10 minutes of just rapid fire talking, he's in the kitchen drinking coffee. And then 10 more minutes pass by and he's gets to stay at the house for the night. And you, you can see how things progress from there. Mm. Um, where the movie, that's funny. That's fine. He's charming in a narcissistic way, but where things get really icky is he meets a 17 year old girl at a donut shop and proceeds to uh, groom her yeah. for the porn business yeah. uh, throughout the entire movie. And that's the plot of the film. Um, and it's just, it's really like my wife. I remember a couple hours after we watched it, she was like, are you okay? Cause I was like sitting at the kitchen table. Did she watch it with you? With you? Yeah, she did. Um, I was like, I'm really not. No, I just think it's uncomfortable to, to know that this world is the way that it is at times. And like I said, with Sean Baker's style, it was just, it just seemed like a documentary, you know what I mean? So it's just yeah. not a good place. I was in mentally afterward. Um, but Simon Rex's performance was incredible. Um, I think the movie has a lot to say that is important. Um, the context of the film is, is that, uh, you know, it's, it takes place during 2016 when Trump was being elected into office and they make a, a point of hammering that home. There's a lot of, uh, make America great again, iconography and, uh, Trump speeches on the TVs and things like that. So Sean Baker's trying to say a lot about, uh, you know, entitled privilege in this country and uh, the, the type of narcissistic thinking um, that leads to the political climate that we're in. I get all that. But at the same time, I was just focused on like the the moral plot at its heart. And it was just really disturbing. Um, but that is Red Rocket, which is supposedly a, a very funny movie. Uh, I, <laughs> I swear I, I laughed very little. Um, but I would recommend it. Just be careful and know what you're getting into. It is not a great time mentally afterward, but that is the only movie that I've watched in like 10 days. What a way to go. Uh, out. What a yeah. way to go. So anyway, that brings us, I believe to our main event. It is time for presidential jeopardy. <laughs> guys know what jeopardy is right hmm. it's not this <laughs> it's this yeah and we're coming at you live with a studio audience there they are are we allowed to use this music no no <laughs> but hey don't don't narc on us listeners i am your host steve welcome to this year's episode of presidential trivia let's let's meet some of our contestants today we have uh with me here on team we're gonna call you team one all right i'm team one yeah okay so the listener at home i actually have a jeopardy board that they can see and we'll, we'll kind of explain it when we get to it but uh the it, the board kind of labels people in teams but so chris you're gonna be team one mm -hmm. uh 
Uh, Chris, tell us a little about yourself. Welcome to the show and welcome to Jeopardy. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Are you a poet laureate or something? Uh, I am not. Mm. I am unemployed currently, mm. but I am working on my uh, PhD, my doctorate. Oh, I haven't gotten nice. my bachelor's yet, but I'm just working on the doctorate. <laughs> I'm from Wichita, Wisconsin. Really? Um, small town outside of uh, Lake Flugahuga. And uh, just very excited to be here. Very nice. Oh, well, good luck to you. Good luck to you, sir. Uh, what's, uh, what's, what's our next contestant here? Hi, guys. My name's Andy. I'm a background percussionist for a Seattle-based gypsy glam rock band. What's the band called? Uh, we're called El Diablo Rock That. Oh, we got some fans. <laughs> Didn't, you guys must you be guys, pretty popular. You, you big fans? Hell yeah. <laughs> if you ever you ever hear the, uh, the the symbols in the background and the 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 uh, cowbell, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> well, good to know. I don't I don't I'm not one of the touring guys, you know, I'm just a studio musician, but uh if if you check out the liner notes, I well, I'm not in there, but uh <laughs> I'm I'm in the recordings. Well, I'm happy to have you both here on this week's episode of Presidential Jeopardy. Let's put the uh, let's put the categories on the board. All right. So the five categories we have are real presidents. Okay. So that is trivia questions about uh, movies that depict actual real life presidents. Okay. 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 The next one is first ladies. Okay. So movies about actual first ladies of the United States. Uh, Third category is actual history. So this one deals with actual history of actual presidents related to TV and or movies. Interesting. You'll okay. See, you'll see what I mean when you get there, but just I think put, I get it. But put that in your head. Like that, what was George Bush's favorite TV show kind of thing? <laughs> eh? uh, no. A little bit okay. more like you could just say no. A little bit more like what channel did George Bush appear on when he said mission accomplished that type of shit. Yeah. Know. Okay. Uh, our fourth one is arguably my favorite one, and that is the White House Family Theater. That is trivia questions about the movie theater that is actually located in the White House. Okay. That is probably theater. more in line with what you thought actual history was. Sure. And then our, <laughs> our final category is fake presidents. Much uh, like our first Biden. category, this is about trivia questions about movies featuring presidents who are fictional. Who have never existed. Who have ah, never fictional existed. is the word for that. Got yes. it. Got it. Yes. Got it. Okay. Uh, uh, do you guys want to do paper, rock, scissors to see who gets to choose first? Sure. But first, remind me how Jeopardy works. I'm pretty sure I know. You just pick, uh, I'll take real presidents for 400, right? Yep. And then we'll, we'll click on the 400. It'll bring up the question and you have to give me an uh, answer. Do I have to answer in the form of a question? Yes. Is that you this have to game? answer in the form of a question. Now, if you don't, it's wrong, it's even wrong. if it's right. Correct? Mm, correct. Okay. And wasn't just, there a really funny moment in our last episode? Yes. Where- yeah, like Steve like gave you the answer and then you still you, fucked it no, up. No, because yeah. you failed to answer it in the question oh. last year. Oh, and, you, and, then, and then I stole and also did not form it as a question. Was, but it was like a 50-50 shot and he still picked the one that you picked. So. And just okay. so you guys are aware, times. just so you guys are aware, if you are correct, you will hear this sound. Pleasant. That's a good noise. Pleasant. But if you're incorrect. And unpleasant. Unpleasant. Now, keep in mind, is there is a... Flat? After we get through all of these, there is a final Jeopardy question where if you have points at the end, you can bet bet on the points. So, like, say Andy's winning with 500. Chris, you have 250. Mm-hmm. You can bet all of 250. Maybe you'll catch up with Andy on the final Jeopardy Once the question. board's clear. Once the board's clear, yeah. That's so the final a, question. There's a time. There's a, so, it's possible for the person who's losing to still win with the final Jeopardy question. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. 
Cause, that's the one where they write and it gets like revealed yes. on the podium. Because if you see like each question has a numeric value. Sure. So if you get pres- real presence for 100 right, you get 100 points. If you get it wrong, you lose 100 points. Okay. Movie presidents, Jeopardy, Andy, rock, paper, scissors. You want to do best two out of three? No, nah, we'll just one, one and done. One and done. Okay. Yeah, hit it and quit it. All right. Are you going on shoot? Yeah, it's classically rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. But before we do that, Uh-oh. I just got to ask, what are we playing for? Hand job. Oh, that's, that's what we played for last year. And uh, clout. <laughs> clout, yes. That's more important. And the clap. Well, <laughs> actually, let's, let's do this. Whoever wins can be referred to as Mr. President on the show for the next year. For the next year. Yeah, until we have the next yes. one. So like if Chris okay. wins, I'm like, Mr. President. Okay. All right. That's a, that's a good one. Y'all haven't been calling me Mr. President for the last year. This is horseshit. <laughs> did you win last year? I did win. I don't win. remember that. <laughs> you did win. All right. All right, Rock. here we go. Wait, oh. okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. He Ooh. rocked my scissors. Andy, you were the first person on the board. What kept it as a okay. That is the laziest way to win. Oh, you didn't right. actually do anything. <laughs> I just hit my fist <laughs> in my hand. Hit your fist a fourth time. All right. All right. Um, do I call you Alex? No, I'm Steve. All right, Steve. <laughs> Steven Trebek. Um, Steve, I will take actual history for 100. Actual history for 100. Before holding office, this U.S. president actually cameoed in 1992's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Who is Donald Trump? That is correct. All right, Andy. Do I keep going? You're still going. Here, I'll let you just keep control. Sure. All right. Steve, I'm going to take actual history for 200. Actual history for 200. Let's see what it is. It may not have been as good as Jim Carrey's show, but this president delivered the first televised presidential speech in 1947. Oh, man. I do want to say some of these actually histories, I try to throw in some type of clue, hence the Jim Carrey's thing, to kind of kind of steer you in some sort of direction. Okay. It may not have been as good as Jim Carrey's show, but this president delivered the first televised presidential speech in 1947. Okay. Who is uh, Harry Truman? That is correct. It's Harry S. Truman. <laughs> oh, they have to have the S? Nah, you're fine. That was a good hint. Thanks, buddy. Okay. So he, you're running the board. Is Chris ever going to even have a chance? Who knows? All right, Steve, I'm going to take actual history for 300. Just keeping it rolling. Actual history for 300. By reluctantly becoming the first candidate to fully embrace TV for campaign ads, this person eventually won his office and earned himself the nickname the TV president. No wonder so many Americans liked him. Oh, man. Okay, so the hint is liked, but is it? Is it liked, Andy? The TV president. First one to fully embrace TV. I know this. Do you? Okay. I will I will consider you incorrect if you go too long. Just warning you. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, who is uh, John F. Kennedy? That is correct. What? That is not correct. Chris, would he's, you like to would you like to steal? He famously won because he was handsome on TV, and it was when TV was invented for the... the Wait, is that how that works? I lost my points? Yep. Shit. <laughs> I don't watch Jeopardy. I don't either. I didn't know that either. Why'd you lose your points? I said that. I said that before we started. I wasn't, I wasn't listening. paying attention. <laughs> uh, Chris, would you like to answer? You don't have to. But I lose nothing if I don't get it right. You can go negative, can't you? Oh, yeah. Actually, it can. You're right. It can what? go negative. Yeah. But this isn't my question. So if I choose to answer? All right. You're Actually, you're right. This isn't your question. So, you, yeah. It's Dwight D. Eisenhower. I don't agree. <laughs> so where, I would have where gotten was that wrong hint? too, Andy. I thought it was John. The hint Kennedy. is liked. 
because his campaign slogan was I like Ike. Oh, good God. That was a deep cut. Dude. <laughs> I still like the attempt at a hint, though. All right, Chris, it's your board. It's even now. Okay, let's do uh, the first ladies for 100. Alex. Right. First Alex? ladies for 100. Her portrayal of Jackie Kennedy in 2016 earned this actress an Oscar nomination. Who is Natalie Portman? Who is Natalie Portman? Good job, buddy. Wait, so should he be at negative 200 now? Or does he, is he, he at He 100? didn't answer. I didn't he, answer. He, he oh, question. that's right. He skipped. Okay. Dang, I'm Andy. begging you to listen to the show, Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got better things to do with my time. I'll Chris. take... A lot of options. There's a lot of, a lot of questions on that board. Uh, can I just pass it back to Andy? That's just a quick question at any point. No. And keep my points. No. That seems dangerous. I'll take... Uh, I'll let Ashley, yeah, I'll let you pass. No, I just want to follow the real Jeopardy rules. I just legitimately don't know. I don't know what I was doing when Jeopardy... I think I was watching Family Feud. Way better game. All right. <laughs> I'll take First Ladies for 200. Oh, First Ladies for 200. Elizabeth Banks stepped up to play First Lady Laura Bush in this 2008 Oliver Stone biopic. Oliver Stone famously... Did he... Okay. Side question. Can I answer us? Ask a sure. side question. Did well, Oliver Stone direct multiple presidential movies uh probably i don't know for sure but this one was in 2008 <laughs> oh no what is jfk nope i am sorry but it is w oh you didn't let me answer that oh sorry <laughs> i totally knew that shit <laughs> he did know that i was like why is laura bush in this movie but i'm gonna say it because that's the only one i know Okay, negative 100. Right. I'm doing good. I think negative 100 is good. So yeah, you're at negative 100. Andy's I, at I could zero. be at negative 200. I would be at 200. This I'm is higher than you, Andy, because I have 100. I apologize. I'll let you steal the next uh, that's, one. That's, that's okay. That's, that's, that's okay. my fault. Let me, my let fault. me, let me do the I got a lot of, I got a lot of, you know, pots in the oven here. Yeah, I'll, irons I'll, I'll in man, the fire. I'll man the screen. It's irons in the fire, Steve. All Thank right, you, Andy. Steve, I'm going to take real precedence for 100. All right, here we go. Robin Williams has played this president three times. Okay, let me picture him playing a president ever. Um, mm. This is a this is Peter Pan. Your, it's not your it's not your turn. Mm. I will mm. deduct a hundred points from you if I hear so much as a peep from you again. <laughs> Let's say um, Patch Adams. Patch Adams. <laughs> Ooh, it's coming right. out on time. Got a guess? Uh, who is uh, George or Bill Clinton? That is not true. Chris, do you have a guess? You can pass. Robin Williams has played this president in three films. How have I not seen any of them? That is phenomenal. I feel like you guys are going to like really hate yourselves when you find out the answer to this. Probably. I'm still wrecking my brain. <laughs> Who's George Bush? I am sorry. It's who is Teddy Roosevelt? Oh, oh the Night of the him. Museum. That's not even what they did. You played him at the Night of the he Museum the trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> well, will you deduct, I don't even think uh, of him the as the, from... the presidential one. It's yeah. still my turn, though, right? Uh, it is your turn now. Yeah. I would like, let's do First Ladies for 500. Oh, he's going big. You were skipping? Oh, shit. Her portrayal of Jackie Kennedy in 2011 did not earn this actress an Oscar nomination. <laughs> Damn it. So it's a callback to uh, the 100-pointer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And yet there's no other hints. No, because the I like how you put Jim Carrey's most famous movie and well, Andy's cause, hint. Because those aren't, those questions aren't movie answers. And These are told movie him answers. It was a hint, which was obvious. 
but movie, I, I get these nothing. Are, these are movie and TV answers, so I figured you guys would have some sort of leg up on this, whereas the history one I felt obligated to give you hints for. Her portrayal of Jackie Kennedy in 2011 did not earn this actress an Oscar nomination. I'm trying to think of who else played the damn woman recently. She's also like the most uh, played first lady in history. Like she appears in more movies as a first lady. Right. So there's you got a bunch of women to choose from. Because a lot of women have played her over the years. Who's a dark? Who is Rachel Vice? I'm so sorry. Andy, do you want to guess or do you want to pass? I'm going to pass. All right. The answer is, who is Katie Holmes? Yeah, that's right. Never would have gotten that. Oh, oh. <laughs> it actually knew. I didn't have to press that the five amount. times. That's great. So current the current standings are Chris has negative 700 points. <laughs> Andy has negative 100 points. Andy should can have. I, can I bet zero. my negative 700 on the final Jeopardy question? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Andy, oh, you're under the board. Okay. Um, I'm going to take uh, fake presidents for 100. Pussy. Harrison Ford plays President James Marshall in this 1997 movie where he has to fight terrorists hijacking his plane. What is Air Force One? Good job. That is correct. What is Air Force One? You are back to even, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Hit that. Okay. Steve, I'm going to take fake presidents for 200. Oh, he's keeping it going. He's keeping it going. Thomas J. Whitmore was the president who helped lead the American people into an aerial battle against an invading threat. He was played by this actor. Oh, fuck. Um... Who played Thomas J. Whitmore? And let's see. I don't know that actor's name. Um, so you're not even going to get throw out a name? You're going to lose points either way. Might as well try. Um, <laughs> I also don't know his name. I forgot it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, uh, who is uh, Steven Seagal? <laughs> Steven Seagal. So close. All right. Deduct your points. I'm going to uh, pass because I don't. We shall not surrender. All right, it is. Who is Bill Pullman? Bill, Pul Bill Pullman. From Independence Day. I we, could totally picture him, but... We will not go quietly into the night. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris. All right, let's uh, say the White House Family Theater for 100. This is my favorite category, and you guys have been <laughs> avoiding it. This is the best category here. According to a list of film screenings obtained by Gizmodo, this 2000 dramedy starring Juliette Binoche and Johnny Depp was the last film screened by Bill Clinton in the White House Family Theater. God, dang it, I don't know the 100 question. Johnny Depp. 2000 dramedy starring Juliette Binoche and Johnny Depp. This is just how last year went. It's it would it would Steve so Bill out of Clinton his mind watch this. <laughs> this seems like something Bill Clinton would be like, I think that looks like a fun time. <laughs> I did not watch that movie. Before I leave the White House, I'm gonna take off my pants and enjoy. <laughs> All right, two thousand dramedy. Dramedy. Wasn't he in like Chocolat or something? Is that your guess? <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of around that time. What is Chocolat? That is correct. <laughs> I knew the answer. I was like, D guess something else. Shit. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. Now you're at negative 600. Yes. <laughs> but you still have the board. It's still yours. You thought I wasn't going to pull Chocolat out of my ass. <laughs> I was really worried. <laughs> what Does a he lose points for the pronunciation? Why? How do you pronounce is it? it wrong? Chocolat. 
That's okay. Now you just look like an asshole, now, Andy. Now I want to let you know. You just look like a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what? Uh, let me get White House Family Theater for two hundred. Hell yeah! <laughs> According to a list of film screenings obtained by Gizmodo, this 1992 drama starring Nick Nolte and Susan Sarandon was the first film watched by Bill Clinton <laughs> in the White House Family Theater. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nick Nolte, Susan Sarandon. 1992 drama. Very Is this much the a one drama. where she has cancer? I don't know. I can't give you these hints. Does she have cancer? <laughs> you have to guess, my friend. I don't think Nick Nolte was in that. I, think I don't we remember what it was called. mentioned this movie sometime in the last month on the show randomly. No. We like didn't. in passing. I think we did. Susan Saran. The only one I can think of is like Sandra Bullock's in it. And that's probably not the one you're talking about. Is Nick Nolte also in that movie? I can't remember Nick Nolte's dumb face being in that movie. <laughs> I mean, he would he's one of the main two stars, so mm. you would definitely remember him in the movie. <laughs> I can't remember who Nick Nolte is. I think I just lost. They're in the real shit. That guy from uh, Tropic Thunder. Tro- Nick, Nick Nolte. Nolte. I have spoken. Quill from, from Mandalorian. You see. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always mix him up with Gary Busey in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah. That kind of guy. Do you have an answer? Nick Nolte hey. and Susan Sarandon. I wasn't asking you, Ellie. From 1992. Counting to, down. I'm picturing the VHS. Five seconds. What is speed? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't speed. Deduct his points, Andy. All do you right. want to take a crack, Andy, or do you want to pass? No, I'm going to pass. All right. Well, the answer is, what is Lorenzo's oil? I've never heard of that movie. That was not coming up. What is up with Bill Clinton? <laughs> Starting with oh. Lorenzo's oil and oh, going man. out with chocolate, huh? I love this. Thing. I'm just saying, I this is my favorite category. I was so happy I stumbled upon this <laughs> when I was doing research for categories because it's my favorite category of all time. Oh, God. All right. So my turn? Yep, your turn, Andy. All right. I'm going to take real presidents for 200. All right. Here we go. This U.S. president has been played on television by Clive Owen, Seth MacFarlane, Dennis Quaid, and Daryl Hammond. Hmm. Okay. I don't know who Daryl Hammond is. Oh no, that was like the big the quintessential. De- that was the quintessential one. That was like, is oh, it? they're gonna get it when they see Daryl Hammond. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. Seth MacFarlane. The, the also key thing is this: the television. These are all TV performances, not movies on television. Okay. Yes. That that that's key. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want you thinking about this person in movies. These are television portrayals. Okay, so that means Seth MacFarlane probably did it on like Family Guy or something. Um, okay. One would assume. One would assume. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I wish Real Jeopardy was like this, where people were, were like milling about the answers, and Alex like, oh, I guess, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, who is Abraham Lincoln? Wait, uh, was that though? Got it right or got it wrong? That was the wrong. Damn, Chris, do you want to guess? Who is George Bush? Oh my God, guys. <laughs> Who is Bill Clinton? Damn. Uh, Clive Owen played him on impeachment. Oh, yeah. Daryl Hammond. Seth MacFarlane. That was the great one. In Family Guy, Dennis Quaid in Special Relationship, and Daryl Hammond, of course, was like the Bill Clinton guy on SNL. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Okay. All right. In the 90s. I was seven. (laughs) Back to you, Chris. I will have uh, White House Family Theater on a platter. 300. Yes. This movie featuring a forgetful protagonist was the very first film screened by Donald Trump. Okay, so it would have been protagonist. in 2016. Are these all brand new movies that are screened? No, these are just 
and he, they can they can watch whatever they want. But I think typically, yes, they're brand new because like the president wants to watch like the hottest new thing, right? So my clue is that it was in 2016, and that it was a forgetful protagonist. That's yeah. the clue you gave me, Steve. And I do want to say. I vetted this answer because when I read it, I didn't believe it at first. And I thought like, oh, someone's just trying to get a dig in on Donald Trump for being dumb. And I researched it and it actually is true. <laughs> hmm. What movie is about amnesia or for, a forgetful protagonist? A forgetful protagonist. What do you got, Andy? I'm trying real hard to think. I need of some any, points. Just, this is with, crazy. This Neither of us are having a good time. <laughs> 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 We're both negative here. Uh, God, forgetful. Well, you're assuming 2016. Well, he probably watched the movie in the first year. So, okay, okay. It wasn't his first year. What is? It literally was the day after he'd started the Muslim band. Wow. <laughs> what is Finding Dory? Wow. Uh, yep. Good job, man. It was Finding Dory was President Trump's first movie he watched in the White House. Never seen either of those movies. I would have been lost. They're masterpieces. All right. So I got hit space. Escape. There you go. So it's your you're still okay. the board. White House Family Theater for four hundred. Bring it home. As of nineteen eighty eight, this president had viewed more films in the White House Family Theater than any other person having watched four hundred and eighty films. Holy shit. While president. As of nineteen eighty eight, this president had viewed more films in the White House Family Theater than any other person. Okay. Was he still president in nineteen eighty eight? Who's to say? Because <laughs> that's as of. So that's just a weird thing to say. That's actually a good question. I can't really think about like the time. I think he, if not very close, I will give you that hit. Cause that would have been George Bush senior. Okay. So he was not president in 1988. He was not president. Yes. But as of 1988, he had that record. The 1988 was so the year they, I was they born. stopped keeping track in 88. <laughs> That's exactly like I don't understand the metric, Steve. I, this this was just the way this was this, I understand. Like, That's little not your trivia fault. bit. And I'm like, oh, that's a fun little bit. I'm going to write that down. As of 1988, this president had viewed more films in the White House, but he was not president in 1988. We just randomly put this year here. And he okay. watched 480 films instead of being president. Well, that's only 100 films, 120 films a year. That's not that much. Yeah, but he's the president. I watch way more than that. And if I had a theater. You're not the president. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a 40 hour a week job, bro. Just imagine the president like, sir, Russia's bombing Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go with who is Ronald Reagan. Hmm. That is incorrect. Andy, do you want to steal or do you want to pass? Uh, I'm going to pass because that was going to have been my guess, too. All right. The answer is Jimmy Carter. Interesting. Mm. He was a four year term president and he watched <laughs> 480 films. I still maintain that's light work. I wonder what he watched. All right. So, uh, Andy, it's your turn. The All standing right. currently, if you're paying attention at home, it's negative 1100 to negative 400. <laughs> Andy's in the lead. <laughs> Is he? Does that count? As he, if he's less negative, he's, he's only ahead because he's cowardly with the bigger numbers. Hey, it's strategery. Well, I thought that anytime I've seen Jeopardy, they always like if they're hot on a subject, they kept with it. I forgot about the losing points part. So I was like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to go with real presidents for 300. All right. Real presidents. This 2007 action film features an obscured George W. Bush saying, quote, could somebody go rustle me up some ding dongs? Mm. Mm. The old rustle me up some ding dongs quote. 
Somebody it's a 2007 action film. Some ding-dongs. <laughs> An obscure George W. Bush in 2007 action film. Can you think of... A, oh, God, it's right at the tip of my tongue. A very highly grossing movie in 2007. Summer blockbuster. Let's see. 2007. So I was a year out of high school, my first year of college. I was doing an awful lot of drugs. <laughs> so I wasn't seeing a whole lot of movies because I couldn't afford them. Could somebody go rustle me up some ding-dongs? This, this trivia question, by the way, is 100% me because I think about this scene often and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, like, I can't see. believe this was put to film. It's just a real quick shot. It's like, this is literally... I know what the, you're talking about. Yeah. I, it, the, the line sounds so fucking Yeah, familiar. the scene is in my head. I just can't picture what movie it's from. Could somebody go rustle me up some ding-dongs? Let's see. <laughs> 2007. Um... Oh, jeez. Who I, starred in the movie? No, that's that's not fair. I'll give it to you. Who starred in the movie? Not a dead giveaway, but just to give some reference point for Andy. Megan Fox. Oh. Okay. Um, what is Transformers? That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> you just made him more in the lead. Now he's at negative 100. He's only less negative. It's not more in the he lead. He has a thousand points more than you. <laughs> I mean... Mathematically, yes. Yeah, but we all know. <laughs> we all, know. but but you know the scene where he's like, it's like a shot of his feet, and he's on Air Force One, and it's mm-hmm. like a close up of his feet, and you can kind of see him obscured that. in the background. I definitely remember now. I don't know why, but I think of that shot all the time. I have seen Transformers more than I care to admit. Same. Okay, Same. I'm gonna go with uh, First Ladies for 300. Ladies. This Truman Show alumni played First Lady Abigail Ooh. Adams in the 2008 HBO miniseries I got a, John Adams. I got to dock points for the grammar. That's alumnus. I'm sorry. <laughs> here. Truman Show. Truman Show oh. alumnus played First Lady Abigail Adams in the 2008 HBO miniseries John Adams. Okay. I, I know who we're talking about. And now let's see if I can come up with her name as I stall for time. <laughs> uh let's see you got this bro I, f- I feel you man you know more about the truman show than i do let's see okay i can picture it i can picture it i can picture her face i can picture other parts of her body um <laughs> weird flex but okay weird flex but okay um <laughs> fuck okay uh i don't know i can't remember her name um who is um fucking Catherine something i don't know I'm sorry, it's not Catherine something. Chris, do you want to steal? Is it Catherine? Did, 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 did you not hear the... Oh, and Catherine something wouldn't work, but I'm what I'm asking is, was Catherine it's, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who was the lady in the Truman Show? So you show? are going to gonna take a jab at it? Or are you gonna... What could happen? I'd be less than negative 1,100 this negative? Is, this is true. You could be even more in debt. Who is Laura Linney? Mm. There you go. God damn it. That's Good her job. name. Fuck. Give him that plus. He did it. Good uh, job, I was buddy. picturing her from uh, the big C. And God damn it. That's Good job, man. Now you control the board, Chris. I'm the board controller, and there's nothing bad that could happen from me being in control of the board. <laughs> I mean, we're all in the 400s, 500 yeah, questions, so you could really turn this around. What's funny is the 200s stumped us. <laughs> so when we get down to this level, I get, I'm I filled know, with fear. Maybe we got to the 400, 500s, and I just kind of... I, That's what I'm thinking. Your metrics off, and like you think this is hard. That's what I keep hoping. Yeah, like I'm an idiot. But, but then it actually like, is really hard every time I do that, because that's where I was like, damn, the 200 was so hard. What was 
was a 1994 Give movie with Steve Buscemi in that family. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's Airheads. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me get, um, I haven't seen any of the, I haven't paid attention to any of the fake president categories, questions. Um, I, I, give that a shot. Let me get fake presidents for 300. All right, here we go. This actor played two fictional presidents, once as impact-averse Tom Beck and once as President Alan Turbull. Two fictional presidents, once as impact-averse Tom Beck. He doesn't like impacts. (laughs) That's a very big clue. (laughs) And once as President Alan Turbull. He prefers they not be deep. He prefers that they not be deep? Yeah. These impacts. (laughs) He hates it when they're deep. Deep impact. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> However, deep impact. One could also say he has the voice of a fallen angel or that maybe that angel has fallen. <gasps> <laughs> I'm just going to start feeding you guys. No, I now. get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm just afraid to say it in case you're like, God damn it. Oh, now you, now you got it. What are you going to do? Be in more debt? <laughs> <laughs> what have you got to lose? Who is Gerard Butler? <laughs> Isn't he in the Fallen movies? He's not the president. He's the Secret Service guy protecting the president. Well, why would you give that as a clue? Because the beast. Who Andy? is Morgan Freeman? Thank you. <laughs> Did you get it with the Deep Impact reference? N- no. Oh, okay. Just, but you got the Angel Has Fallen reference? I did. Wow. I didn't think people saw that movie. <laughs> I didn't, clearly. Or any of the other ones, I, but I knew Gerard Butler was in it. I you was thought Team Gerard Armageddon. Butler was in Deep Impact? I'm just saying you led me astray. I was Team Armageddon all the way. I've seen Deep Same. Impact once. Same. So, Same. Yeah. Deduct me. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Deducted. Back to 1100. <laughs> okay. okay, Andy, you wrote... Well, you control the board. There are... Uh, eight questions Andy's left. positive? I, He's 200. positive now. He's positive. I'm about to be negative 200. Yes, you are, sir. Okay, I'll take uh, actual history for 400. Okay. This president has the distinct honor of having shanty towns named after him, as well as being the last president to never appear on a TV. Shanty towns. He has shanty towns famously named after him, but he's also the last president to not have appeared on TV while he okay. was in office. What is a shanty town? Like cobbled together uh, homes that like people des- people living in destitution kind of build. Okay. Famously, these people built them in groups, so it was like a whole town. And because of the economic situation that this this president kind of last president to have never appeared on TV. I think I know. I so think I know. Presumably in the 1930s or so. Um, Doctor Seuss probably liked his name. And took inspiration from his name, maybe. Okay. For one so of his books. He had a silly name. Um, let's see. Chris knows it. Chris knows it. Okay. Let's see if I can come up with I'm it. like 60%. <laughs> Chris I'm, is like, you're, you're I know it. Fives. And then he's going to be like, I know it, guys. It's obviously Gerard Morgan Butler. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, Let's see. Oh, shoot. Uh, what is the guy's name? Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to answer that. That was your form of it. What is <laughs> the guy's president? name? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, 
All right, I'm going to start timing you down. 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7. Chris is actually counting you down. 6, 5, 4. Shout one out. 3. It's a president. Shout out to president. 2, Juan. Who is John Adams? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Chris, would you like to steal? Who is President Hoover? Correct. President Herbert Hoover. Hoover from Hooville. Hooverville. Oh, shit, it's getting close now. So, yeah, so now it's negative 700 to 200. A mere 900 point spread. But you have the board again, Chris. Where do I have the best opportunity to steal? My knowledge being what it is. Real presidents in television. First ladies, I started strong but ended very poorly. Actual history, probably not. The White House Family Theater didn't go well. And fake press. I don't actually watch president movies we we established this last year i think i have zero chance there i think fake presidents is much more like they are presidents in movies not about the president that's what a lot of yeah how'd that go with uh deep impact there buddy well that's on you (laughs) (laughs) i was practically gift wrapping you that answer okay all right so you is that what you're saying i'm you think i'm strong enough in fake presidents for 400 i think that's i think that's that's my best bet i think there's a lot at risk here you know, there's a hand job <laughs> and a Larry. title and a title. Yeah, that's more important because you're going to call me Mr. President during. OK, fake presidents for 400. I forgot that I was controlling it. <laughs> and it was like waiting for it to pop up. <laughs> Ivan, Ivan Reitman. Reitman directs this movie about a normal Joe who takes the role of the president after the real president becomes gravely ill. I will give you a hint. I've mentioned this movie like twice already on this show. You claimed we talk about Lorenzo's oil a month ago, which we, we literally definitely t- didn't. We literally made a joke about you guys not knowing what this movie was last year. <laughs> this movie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind if you don't get this I, question again. I, I know what it is. <laughs> is it the one I think it is? Probably. I don't know. Is it one word? Yes. What is Dave? No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I'm going to actually lose my mind. So, so I originally I had that one at the 100 slot because <laughs> I'm like, we made a whole big joke about this. They're gonna get it, and then I thought about it more. I'm like, no, I'm putting it putting it to 400 because I bet they've already forgotten what this movie. Is. Indeed, <laughs> did, right? Indeed. Okay, okay. So we got fake presidents, real presidents, first ladies, actual history, and the White House family theater remaining. Ah. <sighs> What are you gonna pick? I don't know. My my real president's knowledge is if, just I, I, get, I forget that they exist. If you get any of these correct, you're in the positives. No, I know. If I get a five hundred correct, I'm tied with Andy. Yeah. But that's not gonna happen. You could, you don't know. Andy, what do you think my strongest category would be? You were crushing it in first ladies, but I don't know. That's iffy. Yeah, but then we got down to freaking Katie Holmes from Natalie Portman. But so you, you, you <laughs> also jumped the boat on that and went straight to the five hundred. I yeah, don't know why I, I said think, it that way. I'm I think sorry. you could have gotten the other two. You clearly you got one of them, didn't you? Got, I got the Laura Linney one hundred. Oh yeah, the other one there. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I can't maybe that I didn't is remember Laura Linney's name. I will say, if memory serves me, this first lady's one is not a, a Katie Holmes hard. The Katie Holmes one is was hard. I made it purposely hard because I thought it was funny that it bookended with the Natalie Portman one. It was funny. Okay. You think the 400 first ladies is my chance? I think you can do it. That or Steve probably had a lot of fun with White House Family Theater. And I, I bet that's our daily double. I There's there's no daily double. Shit. <laughs> this, this program we're using doesn't have that functionality. All right. I'm going to go with... First ladies for 400. Okay, here we go. 
At one time, she was telling Forrest, a typo, she was telling Forrest that life is like a box of chocolates. Sally Field would eventually go on to earn an Oscar playing this emotionally fragile first lady. Sally Fields. Sally Fields. As an emotionally fragile first lady. That she was nominated for. Do you oh. know of any first ladies who are notoriously crazy? All of them. <laughs> no, well, touche. But it's probably not. schizophrenic. <laughs> it's definitely not Michelle Obama. <laughs> Can you imagine? That I know. Sally Fields did not Schizophren- play <laughs> What's what's a presidential <laughs> drama film that's come out in the last decade that earned Oscars and had a lot of good acting performances in it? There was Jay Edgar. Uh, <laughs> that's not a. That was that, a. It was a good movie. That's not a president though. Yeah, he found. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> yes, that was a different Hoover. C, C, C word. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I know the other one you're talking about, but I don't at the same time. You know. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Doesn't do any of us know what we're talking about? Well, Steve does. He said ten years ago, in the last ten years there was an Oscar worthy president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably one of the, the the most popular presidents. He had an emotionally fragile wife, famously, and for good reason too. The most popular president? That's not true. I think I know it. One of the most popular presidents, like FDR level popular probably more so really i love how i love that fdr is your baseline for popular presence though i know it <laughs> well, he I know served it, for I know four it. terms uh, uh george washington's really popular abraham lincoln's really popular he is. he's probably the most popular he is which one of them had a fragile wife emotionally fragile wife probably lincoln's wife it's probably who is mrs lincoln <laughs> what <laughs> It's Mary Todd. Oh, you can't look at the sorry, comments. Sorry. That's he right. looked at the comments. He looked at the comments. What He's comment? cheating. The oh, comments on oh, I forgot fucking... they're over there. Okay. Oh, that doesn't count. That's horse shit. I, I got really it. Answer. Did he say Mary Todd before? No, he said, who's Mrs. Lincoln? Looked over and the first comment said Mary Todd Lincoln. I am not wrong. It is Mrs. Lincoln is her official title. I honestly title. was going to give it to you because you said Mrs. Lincoln. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> okay, as long as you said Mrs. Lincoln before you looked at that, the talk. I definitely said Mrs. Lincoln before I looked at the talk. But the Mary Todd came 100% from my guys in the talk. Yo, TikTok, is this too hard? Do you recall when I let I, I encouraged you to give an extremely overt hint to Andrew? Mm-hmm. It's because I'm fair. Well, that's true. Super Andy's going to get an extremely overt. I knew hint that on this I, one. you know, one of my one watcher might actually know one of these at some point, and therefore, it was because their son died, right? Well, yeah. Well, um, well, she was. Yeah, she. They had a son who passed away, and she was very, very distressed. And then, obviously, her husband was assassinated. She became even more mm-hmm. crazy. I read uh, Lincoln and the Bardo um, a few years back, and it won. Um, the guy on the TikTok Pulitzer. said we got caught. <laughs> 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 I five that guy. <laughs> Actually, right, uh, we, still on you. Really weird fact about uh, Lincoln. He used to go into the crypt and hold this his kid's corpse. Super fucked up. 
Yeah. It is a weird fact. I I know that. Anyway, go ahead. Well, the other, the weird fact I was going to say was, I think like 20 years after his assassination, his other son, his adult son now was almost hit by a train. Like he got stuck on the train tracks. Oh, Jesus. And someone jumped in to save him. The person who jumped in and saved him was named Mary Todd. brother. Oh. What? Yeah. It's not as cool as it was. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Weird. It's wild. Weird. Wait, did I give you the points yet? Uh, yeah, because he's, he's, he's just or, 100 okay. points below you now, because that would have got it, got him up to you. Let okay. me take real presidents for 400. Real presidents. This U.S. president has been played in films by Woody Harrelson, Brian Cranston, Tom Wilkinson, Liv Schreiber, and Michael Gambon. It's Liv. Liv's a woman's name. I also spelled, <laughs> I didn't pluralize film, so. Michael Gambon? Is it Gambon? Like the guy, Dumbledore? Yeah. Yep. Dumbledore played a president? He did. Is it Dumbledore? It, <laughs> you didn't answer the form of the question. <laughs> Actually was a question, you goofy bitch. Okay. Tom Wilkinson. Shush. I love you know, this is one of the ones where Steve's going crazy. Context for people who didn't listen to the show last year or people on TikTok. Steve's a huge president's buff. He takes mm. great joy from this knowledge. And Andy and I are just look like we don't watch movies at all. During the president's quiz. Yeah. That's the backstory. We're both this. in the positive, though. I mean, I'm That's about to not matters. be. I'm about to not be. I can't think of. All right. This I'll, is real presidents. Woody Harrelson right. played him. Give him a hint. I'm not looking at TikTok, but I want to. Uh, he famously sh- showed his dick to a lot of people. The president? Yeah. He did it as a power move. Like, look how big my dick is. There's You're a president gonna... that's a wiener shower? Yeah, he used to yeah. shit with the door open. I can't remember who the yep. fuck that was. That's, yep. Uh, uh, he. There's a door pooper famous- opener? Another hint is famously people just refer to him as the acronym of his, his first and middle and last name. So he has a three lettered name that people refer to him more so similar to like a JFK. So it's clearly not JFK. That's the only one other president that I know of that does that. And I've already mentioned him recently. Might still be him. I don't think he's been mentioned yet. I mentioned him very recently. He served four terms. They always oh. refer to him as three letters. Okay. Sorry. Well, I, w- I was saying, I was saying, <laughs> never mind. I'm not, it's I, was, now I think it's wrong. Yeah. I, my point was like, you ha- this president hasn't been named yet so far. hundred percent. Who it's not. Woody Harrelson could never play him. Civil rights. Get big civil rights guy. Big civil rights guy. Big yeah. other thing guy. Big, uh, <laughs> there's a famous, you can listen to a video recording of him calling a tailor, talking about how he needs more room in his pants for his dick. <laughs> Because it's so this big. This awesome. Uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So it's during the age of telephones, for sure. <laughs> but it's definitely not FDR. Hey, yo, blank. How many kids you didn't kill today? That was a famous protest against him. Hey, yo, his three-letter name. How many kids are you going to kill today? Is he like the Vietnam guy? I don't know. So it's <laughs> he went, who yes, he was is Vietnam. Lyndon Baines Johnson? Yes, Lyndon B. Johnson, LBJ, LBJ. Yeah, not FDR. Yeah, he was, <laughs> I was going to say there's another three letter one. I was yeah. like freaking out, like it can't be. Why would FDR use wheel his wheelchair out with his dick out all the time? <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have shit with the door open though. Yeah. No, that phone call I talked about, he literally calls that area his bunghole on the audio recording. It's hilarious. I need more spare room in the bunghole. 
You still have the board, Chris. We have four more questions. Let's plow through these. Which one are you going to LBJ, LBJ in the comments. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's go for uh, actual history for 500. Ooh, last actual history. No pressure because if I miss this, I'm just at zero. This U.S. president who was once referred to, referred to as a picture man. A picture man. Was the first president to have his career and life chronicled by large-scale motion picture companies. So he was the first president that motion picture companies were like, we need to make a movie about him. He's great. He's got an interesting story. He's one of the most loved presidents of all time. Now now, now I'm thinking FDR. Because that was the early days of film. That would have been in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Who is Franklin Delano Roosevelt? That is incorrect. Who is John F. Kennedy? Also incorrect. You were close, Chris. It was Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy. It was Ted. My boy, Teddy. Wrong Roosevelt, Chris. So you oh, both Ted about him? <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so you both got it wrong. So that means Chris still has the board. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't. No, that's not how we've been sorry, playing sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Andy, that's it's your okay. chance. It's your chance, right, buddy. Right, right. All right. Let's do this. Uh, Jesus. Um, the score currently is Chris is in the lead with zero points. <laughs> And he has negative 300. <laughs> and well, I'm cheating. <laughs> and, my, and I'm still at zero. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, man, I, I was excited about the Dave one, but now I'm iffy about this 500. Uh, Jesus. I mean, you got 500 either way. It's going to be the hardest questions either one. It's just which. Yeah. Do you do you know your fake presence more, your real presence more, or do you want to go into that White House Family Theater one more time and have a good time? Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> have a good time. And have a good time in the White House Family. Dude, Theater. I'm always down for a good time. There Let's you go, do my this. Dude. White House Family Theater. This 1915 motion picture became the first motion picture to ever be screened at the White House. Jesus Christ! I don't and know I will, any movies from 19. I will give you a hint. Okay. When you. The, it's one of those things where you're like, of course, that movie would be the first to play in the White House of the United States. Yeah, it's because the, it's the, what is Birth of a Nation? Correct. It Nailed is it. Birth of a Nation. Good job, bud. Thanks, man. So now you have 200 points. Yeah. And the board is still yours. Are you going to go with fake presidents or real presidents? Mm, I'm going to go with. Fake president. No, nope. real presence. Ooh, ooh. Real presence. Real presence. Brett Steinley is a relatively unknown actor who is best known for playing this U.S. president in four different films. Who the fuck is Brett Steinley? Relatively unknown actor. That's who. That he literally you look up his IMDb page and it's just these four films. Doesn't have. He plays the same president in all four films. Okay. Uh, they are minor roles. Okay. Um. They were minor roles. They were minor roles. He's a minor actor, minor role acting guy. Okay. I'm going to say that he played. It's a, it's a very popular president. Okay. We've named him several times tonight already. Who is George Washington? We have. No. We've named him several times. We've named this other president way more. Chris, do you want to steal? Has it? I request a hint as well. Let me just ask this one Famous question. president with a three-letter nickname. I was going to say, is it one that has not been a correct answer, though? Uh, Who I is FDR? 
How is it not? Why would you use the three-letter one again? JFK. Why would you do that? Who is John F. Kennedy? He played John F. Kennedy in Watchmen, Transformers. Terrible hinter. Kill the dictator in Parkland. I just walked you through why the three-letter was a bad hint. And then I asked you if it was the correct answer yet, and you ignored that indicator. Well, because that would only have left FDR. Well, I don't think JFK has been... I am upset. I feel like I have been sabotaged. <laughs> well, now the standing is... Andy's in the lead with negative 300. Chris trails behind him, but with negative 500. So I can either win or get negative 1,000. Uh, well, yeah. Yes. yeah. That is my only two options. Okay, there you go. Well, we do have Final Jeopardy as well. How, what, am I going to bet a negative thousand? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to do math, Steve? No, that I'm, gets more negative. Well, here, here we go. <laughs> That's not true, right? Negative times negative is a positive? Yeah, but negative times a positive is negative, oh. which I'm not timesing by a, po- a, a negative because it's points. Wait, so how does Final Jeopardy work? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think everyone, anyone's ever well, been negative I, I, in it. I, yeah, that's... <laughs> For our purposes, we're going to have to do it this in a not real way. Yeah, because usually, yeah, if you have negative, you, you can't bet okay. anything. Are we ready? Yeah, the, the last, this the is only yours, one right? I can choose. Yep. All right. Fake presidents Billy for Billy Bob Thornton plays this character in the 2003 hit film, Love Actually. Never seen it. That's the time he, this is, I know he was married to Angelina Jolie at the time. I'm going to give you a hint. This is a dickish trick question. <laughs> Who is Richard Nixon? Andy, oh. would you like to steal? I know you so like that dick movie. dick was not a hint. No, it's it's just like this is me being an asshole. I thought I thought Dick was a hint. No, sorry. I, plays this character in the 2003 film. Actually, do you um, know, do you know who Billy Bob Thornton plays? Like what he? What no, his role I've never is? seen this movie. Oh, I th- oh, that's right. You haven't, Chris. You like Love Actually, right? Not well enough. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So I will give you a gl- glaring hint. He is the president in the movie. And if I was being an asshole and I was saying, who does Billy Bob Thornton play in this movie? What would you say? Oh, President Billy Bob Thornton. That would have been. (laughs) (laughs) You said he is the president in this movie. This is me being an asshole. Billy Bob Thornton plays this character in love. Actually, he plays the U.S. president. Who is the U.S. president? That is how he is credited in the movie. You said he is the U.S. president. He yes. Is. And if so I was I being a yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. And if I was being an Obviously. asshole. <laughs> so that is the the board is clean. The final score. The final you did score. not answer in the form of a question. That's true. Well, I'm going to take the negative points anyway. Well, you would have taken so the negative fair. points for not answering the form of a question regardless. <laughs> and he still is in the lead with negative 800 <laughs> points uh chris has negative a thousand points here's what we're gonna do yeah for final uh, jeopardy we're just going to pretend that both of you have 800 points okay so you're on even le- level playing field i'm going to read you the final jeopardy question i, have- I will play the final jeopardy about song 500 no oh, no well you oh, don't no. have you you can wait to it bet can't be done <laughs> <laughs> you can wait to bet until after you hear the question right oh, is that, so that i don't know so you both start with 800. I will read you the question. You guys decide in your head. So if you bet 800, you get 1600 for a correct answer. Yes. But you get zero if you lose it all. And then, so the strategy is to, okay, I got what you're saying. We bet I get it. After we Don't we need question. paper? Don't we need paper? Oh yeah, that would be That's cool. That's how you do it, right? Yeah, they, they write it down, yeah. <laughs> so here's your piece of paper. Here's your pen. Uh-huh, I get the good pen. I'm going to get you a, here, Vamp. I'm going to grab you a pen, Andy. All right. Vamp. So, so far, not so good, right? Not Our great. improvement from last year is almost nil. 
The only thing that happened. Bro, we both got 800 points. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We're crushing it. That's true. We both have a whopping 800 points that was not gifted. Not gifted. All right. All right. So I'm going to read the the question. You guys are going to think to yourself. Don't let each other. You're going to write down the answer, but you're also going to write down what you are betting. betting, The bet and the answer. And we each have 800, not 1,300. Correct. Just what happened. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to play the Final Jeopardy song. I'll probably vamp a little bit while you guys think. When the song is over, that is when it pens down, okay? And I will go to... How long is the song? It's like 30 seconds, maybe. Okay. Um, That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing repeated. Yeah. Okay, Uh, so we get to bet after we hear the question. Yes. Are you guys ready for Final Jeopardy? Yes. ready. All right, let me pull up the question here. The question is, this president has been portrayed by only one actor in two films 15 years apart. I'm going to read it again. This president has been portrayed by only one actor in two films 15 years apart. Has only been portrayed by one actor ever? Ever. Oh, no. Okay. Here we go. Final Jeopardy. So this present has only been portrayed by one actor ever in two films, 15 years apart. He must not have been a noteworthy president if they only lionized him in film twice. If you guys would like further hints, I will... Please. Oh, actually, no, the the time's almost up. So here we go. You can't tease us with a hint. Sorry about that. If I if I was looking at it earlier, I would have given it to you. So, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. So here we go, Chris. I got nothing. You were you were done. I'm going to ask you first. First, reveal to us how much did you uh, bet? Don't tell me the answer. Just tell me how much you bet. Uh, I, I bet I bet two hundred, Bob. All right. So you bet two hundred. <laughs> what is your answer? Who is Jimmy Carter? Wow. wow that is correct so dude you have a thousand points right now oh andy how much did you bet i bet 100 Andy bet 100 and i said who's jimmy carter <laughs> <laughs> nixon no. that is incorrect so you get uh only 700 points that means chris is yes. your champion i am mr president he is mr president let's play him in his real song there you go. Congratulations, buddy. It's only fitting for you to be, a, now that Mr. President's a thing, <laughs> missed out on for the last year. It's only fitting that you Andy, that can, can we call Andy former President Andy? Yeah, we can. We can <laughs> the form. artist formerly known. <laughs> the one-term President Andy. The films that Jimmy Carter was in was the 1978 film Sextet and the 1993 film Hot Shots Part Deux. Uh, but... That trivia question will be rendered moot this year because later in the fall he will be played by a different actor in the movie Reagan. So, ironically, uh, Jimmy Carter will finally be back. Didn't wasn't this a question when we played the game last year? It was not. It wasn't. Okay. I, I, I could have sworn. I, I just to it last night to make sure. Of I didn't who's the shittiest, shittiest, most boring president that I can think of that would be no reason to be filmed? <laughs> who also watches a shitload of movies, right? Wasn't he the answer for he that? He was, yeah. 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 So I was like, Jimmy Carter. And He's I should have so sad more. right now. Do you think that pisses him off? He's like, man, I really, I love movies and no one will make movies about me. <laughs> why, doesn't anyone hear my, why doesn't anyone want to see my peanut farm? Is he dead? 
No, he's not. He's like 99. He's still kicking he's my guy. He's the oldest living president right now. Steve. He's, he's still building houses. He, with his bare hands. With, actually, yeah, with his bare hands. That's awesome. He, he does a, a lot of mission trips into uh, uh, areas and build, like, uh, what's, what's that called? Something for homes? Um, um, you know what I'm talking about? Like when hurricanes destroy yes, houses. I was thinking, I keep thinking books for crooks. Cause that's when we take books into the jails, but yeah, uh, he, he still does that shit. And he's like presidents for residents. Ah! Yes, we did it. We did it. That's just the same word without a P. Uh, Steve, I just want to say thank you for this game. That was masterfully done. Thank you. I can tell the amount of effort you put into it. I had a blast. I know Some would say too I, get much com- effort. I get competitive. I look frustrated. I'm not really. You should play Cosmic Encounters with me. It looks like I'm furious. I'm not having a blast. <laughs> I just don't know why you threw a card zap on me. I'm not the one that's in the lead. I hope your teammate on TikTok had fun. Just losing my <laughs> yeah, goddamn mind for He's really excited. Woo! <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, we appreciate all of you at home. We hope you enjoyed that as well. Tune in next week if you're a Patreon subscriber for us to, to watch through and, and dissect A Knight's Tale. And then the follow. What is next week's episode in the main feed going to be about? I forget. I don't think we actually discussed that. What will the date be? It's going to be late Feb's. Yeah, it's going to be late February. So it'll be it'll be right before. There's something very hotly it'll anticipated coming out on March fourth. We'll probably talk about Uncharted. We'll probably all see it by then. Sure. Maybe we'll, Moonfall. Who knows? Okay. We like to. Look we also got the Batman coming out on March fourth. Goddamn Batman! Which would be oh, a week that, later. That's the hotly uh, thing we're looking forward to. I don't remember what you said. How you phrased it before? Hotly. But. Hotly as fuck. So, uh, <laughs> wait, so if that's coming out on the fourth, does that mean we're watching it on the third? Correct. So we could theoretically talk about that. Not on February twenty eighth. Oh, yeah, the next. <laughs> yeah, that would be the following. The following, episode. yeah. So two weeks I from now, it. yeah. I just didn't know if you guys didn't want to watch maybe Batman Returns or something fun, you know, and talk. Ooh, about- that might be fun. Yeah, I haven't seen Batman Returns in an age. I watched the uh, original. Is Tim the one with Jim Carrey? No, that's no, Batman Forever. Danny DeVito. Oh. This oh. is uh, the the Michael Keaton Batman. Gotcha. The Batman 2 from Tim Burton. So we might watch that. We don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. Just tune in next week. That's all the time we have this week. My name is Chris. And I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this has been Streaming Things. Happy streaming. <laughs> <laughs>